0: The Rod and Staff podcast comes out of the host's passion for Christ and his church. It exists to encourage a deeper engagement with issues that pertain to doctrine and life. Check us out at rodandstaff.org. Welcome to this episode of the Rod and Staff podcast. I'm your host, Jason, along with my good friend and co-host, Roger, and we are back uh, for our second season now of this podcast, and uh, hope that we didn't lose too many listeners on that break. Uh, Some of you noticed, at least, which is good, but we're really excited. We have a lot of uh, cool ideas set up for this new season, Roger. We've been talking about some things that we'd like to cover, and uh, we're we're looking forward to it. How are you doing after a little break on this uh, podcast?
1: Good. It feels like I haven't talked to you for about a month <laughs> since recording. <laughs> it's kind of strange.
0: We see each other every yeah. week, but we do yeah. feel that this is a different yeah. setting. So it is. Yeah. But Roger, we we we've come back to uh, a new season, and uh, I know one of the things that we talked about wanting to do is cover um, some some biblical counseling topics this season that we maybe wanted to get to last time and we didn't get to, and actually we're we're starting out with one of those today and the, the topic of anger, and um, what, what made you think of this as a, as a big topic to cover?
1: I think I was thinking about this last year of COVID and seeing how everybody around us is responding, including myself, in different ways. And if you look at all the different events, it just seems that there's been such an angry response In each one of these, whether it's COVID or it's the racial tensions that they're having or that we're having or the shutdowns, the mask um, mandates and all of these different things. You just see so many angry people. Uh, But one thing that was kind of the pinnacle was, uh, as I noticed driving to work. And traffic (laughs) has come back. So I've been going to work pretty much this whole time because we've been open. But now that more cars are on the road, it's so interesting how aggressive and angry people are on the road. And it seems like they're taking it out even more so. I mean, we live in LA. We expect uh, bad drivers around us and people are very aggressive and drive fast, but it seemed to have turned up a notch. Mm. And there's so much more, rage out there there's so much more road rage I saw one guy yelling at a lady just right next to me in the city we saw that event this last week with that shooting of that young boy I mean it's just sad how you see the effects so just all of that coming together uh, culminating I'm like "Let's, let's talk about this this issue because it's all around us every single day if we look around
0: yeah, well, I'm I'm glad you you put it in those terms, and it was kind of this bigger uh, picture rather than some sort of intervention with me about my road rage. So I was <laughs> a little concerned, uh, but no, no, you're absolutely right. And in, here's a little funny story for you. I know you said we're in L.A. and so we're used to the road rage. Years ago, I was in Montreal with some friends. I was speaking at an event, and uh, sure enough, our first day there right in front of us not only do we see road rage but some guy got out of his car walked over to the guy in front of him and punched him in the face through the car window it was i could but (laughs) why because he cut him off he made him angry they bumped i mean it was and and we do see that we see road rage but we also see just what you described all sorts of anger angry responses and i think this would be a really um important episode to dig in a little bit. Actually, I don't think this is going to be one episode, Roger. It's probably going to bleed into a lot more than just one. But let's, let's get into the material here. Roger, as you're thinking about this topic of anger, why don't you kind of help us think about what anger is by giving us a working maybe definition of anger?
1: Yeah, a couple of different definitions I was looking at, how does the world around us define anger? I think it's important to see how others uh, observe anger, uh, like the Encyclopedia of Psychology would define anger this way. Uh, it's an emotion characterized by antagonism towards someone or something you feel has deliberately done you wrong. Um, good observations there. I don't think it encompasses uh, every aspect. So let's look at a couple other definitions from a couple of biblical counselors. Uh, this first one's from David Powellson, and he defines it this way. He says it's the act of displeasure towards something that it's, that's important enough to care about. Hmm. And then one other from uh, Robert Jones, he says anger is a whole person response of negative moral judgment against perceived evil.
0: Interesting. Interesting. There, there's some common parts there to all three of those definitions. Yeah. Uh, and I think that the part that jumps out at me is this whole perception that you've been done wrong. Yes. Right. So there, there's this injustice, uh, you know, Paulson puts it in, you know, it's something important uh, enough to care about this. Mm-hmm. Th- there, there's this displeasure that's against this thing that's important enough to care about. In other words, it's against something I wanted or against something I desired. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Um, what else? What else is common there in those definitions?
1: So yeah, you're you're identifying something that's wrong, and you have this stance there's just disapproval over mm-hmm. it. But that aspect of there is action being taken. Your move to action. Your move to act or to do something. And the idea that it's a whole person response, Mm -hmm. that there's more than just this emotion that we feel there's, there's physical aspects of it. There's our entire being is doing anger. I I like Mm -hmm. to think of it like that. I think that's Powelson talks about it. He says, we do anger, um, reflecting that we're responding. Um, but it is, it's saying as, as Patterson will say, I'm against that. I think something is wrong. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do, do you think that, so when you say that, uh, you know, that your are you're moved to action against mm-hmm. it, does that mean that anger can't just be inside the heart or in the mind? You think that anger has to manifest itself in a different way, or would, would your thinking even be qualified as like an angry thought?
1: Yeah, well, if we look at how our heart works, uh, what's brewing inside eventually bubbles up and comes on the outside. So it all begins on the inside. It doesn't begin on the outside. So the thoughts of anger, the, the desires, um, the, the heart is working inside of us, mm-hmm. and then sometimes it'll come out and be expressed, but sometimes yeah. it's not expressed externally, but it's still anger brewing inside the heart. And sometimes it just takes a little bit of time or that one event where it all comes out and you realize that was what was filling you for so long. Uh, Is this, this anger in the heart?
0: Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Cause I think one of the things you and I've talked about a lot, uh, even on the podcast is the the circumstances around us, uh, the circumstances that we've been dealing with, with COVID and everything, these aren't causing anger. They're revealing anger. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not causing sin. They're revealing the sin that's already there. Um, and so someone might say, well, I don't you know, have this kind of anger because I'm not acting out on anger. But there's really something more to it. You, you may not yet have acted out on it. Uh, but if there's something brewing, like you said, inside, that's, that's still a, a sinful inclination. I'm sure we'll get into to more of that. That was just something that came to mind as we were defining it. So uh, as we're thinking about anger, Roger, what, what does anger look like? I'm sure it looks like a lot of things, but can you help us get a picture of this? What does anger look like? Yeah, let's look at uh, some expressions of anger.
1: I take this list from Ed Welch. I think he does a good job at showing how anger is expressed in different ways um, that we may not often think about, but it's there. So let's look at sarcasm. And let's says, not, Roger.
0: Please. Please, let's not go into sarcasm.
1: It's not a spiritual gift. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, okay. But I like how he he said this because it's brutally honest. But if we admit it, this is sometimes what's going on inside is he says, You are stupid and I am not. Just kidding. (laughs) But isn't that the essence of sarcasm? Is we tell people the truth, but then we code, Oh, I'm just kidding. You know, I don't mean that. But Uh, the words we use reveal the heart, but sarcasm comes out in anchor, not so much in maybe the rage, but it comes out hidden or maybe not hidden, but you're trying to uh, cover it with the stinging words that are meant to hurt. Um, Not the playful sarcasm that both are joking and laughing and having, having fun with it. But this, I'm going to use my words to express that I'm hurt inside. Yeah. I know it never happens in marriage. Um, never,
0: never. <laughs> marriage or in church life, never, <laughs> never happens.
1: <Yeah. laughs> um, let, let's look at a, a second one uh, that's common. I do this a lot. Like, grumbling <laughs> and complaining. I find myself doing that in my heart and often coming out on the outside, especially those close around me, you know, we hide it from those who aren't close, especially in our church. We got to hide all of that. So <laughs> we're better than we are, but you know, our family, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: But the essence of the, that, that is I want something and I'm not getting it. I'm expressing my anger because I wanted something. And you didn't give it to me. Think of the Israelites, yeah. right? What did they do when they, when, they didn't get what they wanted. They grumbled, they complained against God yeah. or to God.
0: Well, and against God, certainly too. And That's interesting. Do you think then that discontentment um, is kind of a pathway to anger?
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it because you're grumbling, complaining um, because you want something more. You want something different. Isn't that some of yeah. what, what they complained about, they had everything. God provided them food, uh, water. Yet yeah, They said, you know, we're kind of sick of this. Can you give us something different now?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I, I could totally, I mean, I, I see it in my own heart, the, the complaining that is out of, out of anger and, and, uh, bitterness. Um, yeah, good. What, what else? Give me some more expressions of anger. This one definitely never happens, especially in church. It's gossip, the <laughs>
1: gossip, gossip about people. We, you know, we might be angry at them and we use gossip as a way to uh, put that other person down to get back at that other person. You know, gossip, we're not trying to build somebody up with it's to tear somebody down. Well, why are you tearing them down? Are you not there's something going on with that relationship that you're wanting to do that?
0: I like the way Welch uh, puts this. He says, gossip is the judge who publicizes his or her verdict and tries to convince others to pronounce the same verdict. Oh, yeah. I'm against this, and you should be too. (laughs) Because
1: I am God, and I can make that
0: judgment, right? I mean, think of
1: the exaltation itself when we do that. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Let's look at a different expression of anger that may not look like anger, but is just as much anger. Mm. Withdrawal and silence. Mm. Pulling back and being silent. Is a form of anger brewing inside of us. Just because we don't express it on the outside doesn't mean it's not on the inside. And that withdrawing from a person or being silent isn't a way to say, you know, I'm not happy with you right now. So I'm not going to communicate or talk with you.
0: Yeah. And, and what is it that you're withholding? any yeah. kind of blessing, any kind of yeah. goodness, right? We're, we're supposed yeah. to be loving one another. And if we withdraw, it's kind of like if God withdraws from us, right? It's he's removing that blessing from us, that yeah. interaction that is for our good. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah that can be uh, probably some people that's, that's the only way they show anger, yeah. but they shouldn't be comfortable in that mm-hmm. because that is still anger. Good. Yeah.
1: Envy. Mm-hmm. I want what you have, so I get upset over it. We yeah. can be angry at that other person. We can be angry at God because we're discontent. Or we just want something too much. We want what we don't have. It's that rebelliousness that exists in our heart. Yeah. We we look, we look, we don't look at what we God has given us, we focus on what God has not given us, or given another person who He's blessed. And right. we get jealous of that and envy that person instead of being happy for that person.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a lot of different elements, it seems that go into an angry heart. Yeah. Um, and, I, and, and I think we all deal with this on a regular basis. And we have to be asking good questions to see if we're, uh, you know, if we're falling into these traps. Good. What other expressions are there of anger?
1: Uh, jealousy, kind of the cousin of envy. Uh, I deserve what you have, and you don't deserve it. Yeah, another another way. Um, looking at, let's look at two others. This yeah. is a common one. This is rage. This is just all out coming out. And we see this a lot in news articles because it always makes the news. When there's just that crazy outburst of anger. I mean, I can't read the news, I think, any day without seeing it and it, it's just it's there often you see just two people getting upset there was one article about oh yeah just a recent uh the flight on the southwest airlines that mm. angry passenger and assaulted that stewardess yeah. y- you see that rage coming out and the effect
0: um, yeah it's interesting you see that at, at times at the airport uh where people are having yeah conflict with their flight, they can't, you know, and they're, they're upset or like you just talked about on the plane, or we've talked about road rage or children often Mm -hmm. show this kind of rage, or maybe parents show this kind of rage to their children. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Anger is
1: learned. Some expressions, I should say, of anger are learned. Anger isn't learned in the sense that we have to learn to be angry, but we can learn how to do anger from those around us. That's what the proverb talks about, uh, where it says, uh, make no friendship with the man given to anger, nor Mm -hmm. go uh, with that man, with a wrathful man. Mm -hmm. Because we become like those we are around, and our children Mm -hmm. are around us a lot. So they express what what we are a lot of the time
0: let's just wrap up this show then my <laughs> children, yeah
1: we're gonna interview, okay. interview both your children right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh great oh man and you had one more i think for us
1: i, I added this one to the list because this is when i was an expert in growing up uh yelling this was a gift <laughs> in my household that my brothers and i all had a phd in my poor nice. mother The rage that we expressed and the amount of yelling that we had in our household and the amount of damage we caused to houses we didn't own. (laughs) All those poor (laughs) landlords.
0: Oh, no. Do we need to do a full episode on just that? Bring in your brothers and no. (laughs)
1: Yeah, they'll talk about life. uh, Will they yell about it or will they talk about it? I don't know. (laughs) i think we're a little uh, more mature these days than we were uh those days but uh, yeah yelling is a common thing we see with with children a lot right yeah. um kids yell and just something that is
0: expressed
1: it expresses our anger
0: you know because we were talking about this this topic uh t- today I, I i was looking at some other material that i had looked at in the past, but I hadn't looked at for a while, which was having to do more with parenting and anger. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the comments that the author made was that, you know, or a question that he asked in fact was, do you discipline out of anger?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And I was thinking about that because, you know, I, I'm not one who really yells and screams. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure I have on, you know, on occasion I will. Um, but, but that's not my typical way Yet I can still discipline out of anger even if I'm not yelling and screaming. It's not yep. the yelling that's the problem. And that's what it made me think about is, wow, it's, it's the anger itself as the impetus for the discipline, mm-hmm. rather than love, rather than a, a heart that desires what is good and best for, for these children. So uh, you know, anger comes in, in all different contexts, and we've got to be uh, aware of it. Yeah, because think about
1: that when we're disciplining our children, often it's you've offended me. You mm -hmm. know, it's not you've offended God and you disobeyed God and I care for you and I want to rescue you from your sin because I need to be rescued from my sin and I want to share the gospel (laughs) with you. It's no, you've got in my comfort zone right now. I'm tired or, uh, you know, you're just you're being who you are you're a fallen sinner who needs grace just like me but i don't want to give it to you and i perceive that wrong you're doing against me and we're responding right. instead of uh, responding the way god would have us
0: so yeah uh, that's right all... don't you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was just saying don't you know how precious this time is my time is how dare you interfere with what i'm doing yeah. right yeah we're, we're offended by it you're right well so there are different ways we do anger hmm can you talk about a couple of ways that we do anger that are uh, neither of them are good? (laughs) Probably the
1: two most common categories on either extreme uh, we blow up or we clam up. So we (laughs) blow up, which is the outward expression of our anger or we clam up, which is our inward expression of anger. And I think a lot of couples are the opposite of each other, uh, which doesn't make a great combination (laughs) but then again if you had two people who both blow up then you got bigger difficulties of calming down so uh Mm -hmm. but as welch reminds us in clamming up when we're Mm -hmm. uh, more inward expression he says it doesn't have to come out of your mouth to be anger we can hate someone in the privacy of our own thoughts
0: yeah i i like how he put hate in this mm-hmm. same conversation as anger, because they are uh, very closely related. And I'm sure we'll, we'll get into some of that um, later on. But yeah, that's really good. So blow up. That's one way people explode. That's the rage. That's the where the yelling and the screaming comes in. And then you've got the other one, the clam up, which people shouldn't think is better necessarily. The, to clam up and have this inward uh, resentment and bitterness that's growing, and maybe even that whole withdrawal that we talked about, that silence, that silent treatment. Uh, you know, in all honesty, the, the worst thing God can do t- in terms of, uh, you know, to his people is be silent, right? Yeah. His His voice to us, his speaking to us is, is grace and his comfort. Um, we have to keep it in mind when we're silent to others. We're doing it intentionally. We're doing it to, in fact, to harm, yeah. to... to to keep something away from them. You know, I, I read somewhere else. I don't remember where I read this, but apathy is a way that we can yeah. uh, express our anger as well. I'm just not going to care. Yeah.
1: It's that, indifference.
0: Yeah. Same as right? indifference. That's right. Yeah. 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 That's right. Well, Okay. It all sounds kind of bad, but yeah. uh, how how bad is anger and what are different <laughs> ways that it impacts us? I mean, it, 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 I think we could intuitively tell, but let's yeah. let's parse that for those that are listening.
1: Yeah, I think of the categories of, of you have different effects of anger on your physical, mm-hmm. your spiritual, and your relational. So on your physical being, you're not just angry, you do anger in your body. You feel it in your body, you feel tense, you get louder, you may get red in the face Mm -hmm. uh, as an outward expression, and then you can feel it, Your, your body gets tense, you feel your heart rate going up, there's those physical effects that are real that come out in us. And those could be used for good or for bad, depending on the circumstance. You know, we haven't talked about good anger versus bad anger. We're, we're mainly focusing on bad anger. Um, but we do feel it in our bodies.
0: Um, and, and there are long term effects, right? Yeah. If you are if you're under that kind of stress constantly, where you're angry, visibly, yeah. regularly raging, uh, I have no doubt that there's there's got to be some long term effects yeah. of that on your on your physical well-being mm-hmm. um i ain't no doctor uh, well not that kind of doctor and but <laughs> but it just seems like uh i i think i've read elsewhere about that but it w- so, okay there are physical effects and you said there are spiritual effects what what are the spiritual effects
1: yeah i think we'll get the, into that more later but uh the passages of how when we're angry it affects our relationship with the lord because we're trying to be the Lord at that moment. Every time we're angry, we're putting ourselves in a position of judging judgment over or control over. This is the world and this is how it should be controlled and run. And I'm upset right now. I mean, we can't submit to the Lord if we're in full outrage Mm -hmm. over something, we have to humbly come before him and, and, and submit before him. So I think it has a spiritual effect of our relationship with the Lord of, of bringing up more pride in our heart. It's, yeah. it's exposing that, um, when we're angry. Um, and then relationally, uh, how many relationships have been broken and are broken and hostile. Um,
0: I, I can't help uh, but think of the parable of the wicked servant. When I think of anger, I know it's a parable, but I think the Lord is expressing there something that, we've probably all seen and experienced where you've got someone who apparently has been forgiven a lot, Mm -hmm. uh, but has not grasped grace and has gone after someone who owes him so little in comparison and has angrily tried to be judge over that person like you were describing. And uh, I, I just imagine every time... I don't forgive someone or I don't want to forgive someone. I just imagine myself with my hands around their throat saying pay me back, <laughs> pay me back. <laughs> and the lord just looking at me going, "Seriously? Really? After what I've done for you? You're going to you're going to hold that anger and I, I can't think of and the only reason I can't think of any circumstances because there are no circumstances. There's nothing anyone that can, can do to me. There's exactly. nothing anyone can sin, you know, offend me in or sin in way, no way they can sin against me that can even compare to what I've done to the Lord that he has forgiven. And yet I still act in the place of God in anger so often because I'm against that. What you've done, I'm against that. I mean, think of how foolish we are. Somebody cuts
1: us off (laughs) and it is the end of the world, (laughs) right? I mean, we, we blow up, we get upset. We might cut them off. We might tailgate them. We do all these crazy things. And I, and I think Powelson said it right, right. Where he said that anger at that moment is just madness.
0: Yeah, it is. Sure. Sure. We're not thinking, right? We're not thinking because I mean, I mean, think of what we've done. We have ascribed motives to that person. Oh, yeah. Right. You cut me off. Mm -hmm. How dare you? Don't you know who I am? Right. And then and then have you ever had that experience? Not that I've ever had road rage. Never. Mm -hmm. But um, (laughs) have you ever had that experience where you, you you're so upset, livid as to what they've done? And then you drive by and you realize it's a little old lady. I haven't like, cut off any little
1: old ladies. That that's pretty. You've never, coming. but have you been cut <laughs> off by a little old lady? Probably. <laughs> and then you drive by, and
0: you're like, "What? How dare? How dare I? How dare
1: I?" What-? Or or you see, I, I usually see the mom with the kid in the back. Oh, you know, man. and it's like, okay. okay you have no idea what's going on in somebody's head, what what they're thinking, what their day is like, why they could be driving erratically. You just don't know any of the context, but like you said, you assumed all the motives and then you judged it and then you've acted upon it. And then most of the time we look like an absolute fool because again, (laughs) we've been, we've allowed anger to take control of us. And it's a good reminder that, you know, as we talk about this, that, it's revealing again and again, why we need to be rescued by Christ Amen, and that we're in process of this transformation that is slow and hard, yeah. but he's rescuing us from it. He, he hasn't left us on our own to try to figure it all out.
0: No, he is working every day uh, through this, the Holy Spirit who dwells in us and, and we, we can't get discouraged. you know we might think, man I've been dealing with this sin. I've talked to some people, I won't mention any names um, <laughs> who, who would tell me that man they've been dealing with this anger for you know a lifetime and uh, how, how do we get rid of it? And I think we just need to to be encouraged that if, if we're realizing it, that's part one and that's wonderful mm-hmm. that the Lord is allowing us to see it um, and that He will and he does give grace. And, and work in us to to set us apart and sanctify us. I, I know um, you know time has flown by, but can we just briefly before we go uh, in this episode, can you just kind of touch on a little bit, Roger? Where does anger come from?
1: So as we've talked about a lot, well, all behavior comes from the heart, yeah. uh, and what's going on in the heart. And we'll talk more about this, but just briefly, we can think of it like this: that we primarily get angry because we're not getting something we want. Yeah. As Robert Jones says, it's simple, but not simplistic. And we don't want to simplify it. We want to dig deeper into how the scripture talks about, about it. But the point is that anger is coming from inside of us, not outside of us. And we're not passive in it. We're, we're actively responding to it. And I'll say what's really important as kind of a teaser is uh, thinking of the difference of the causation and the occasion. Hmm. So the causation is our heart. It's what's going on inside our beliefs, our desires, our wants. Right. The occasion is what's going on around us, like our circumstances, those things that trigger us to bring out what's been inside the heart. It's, it could even be physical weaknesses, like you're tired, you haven't been sleeping, you're hungry and then you blow up. Well, it wasn't because you were hungry that you blew up. It was the occasion right. that brought out what's inside the heart. The causation started inside, and those occasions just made it hard for you and started to bring it out. And we'll, we'll talk more about causation and how the Bible describes what's going on inside the heart.
0: Yeah, that's um, good. That's really good. Uh, you know what, Roger? This was really an important uh, episode. I'm, I'm glad you brought this topic up, and I want us to dig in more and look at the scriptures and think biblically about this topic as well, and I'm sure we will next time. For those who are listening, we're grateful that you're listening. We, we are glad to be back in this new season. If you have any questions you want us to address, topics that you've been thinking about, you'd like us to talk about ourselves and, and uh, dig into, please reach out. Let us know. Um, Otherwise, uh, subscribe, share with others, uh, and God bless. Until next time. The Rod and Staff podcast comes out of the host's passion for Christ and his church. It exists to encourage a deeper engagement with issues that pertain to doctrine and life. Check us out at rodandstaff.org.